September 20th, 2023. We'll return to two lines from the top where the Gemara was in the middle of dealing with a statement. We weren't really certain in what context it was said that Shemuel had a statement that halacha is like, and there's fill in the blank. But what we know is that the takeaway is that his opinion is that safik muhan is asur. If something's uncertain whether it was prepared. In other words, in turn, if it's uncertain whether it's mukse or not, it's going to be asur. So we had one statement that he said that our Mishnah, the halacha, is not like Rabban Gamliel who was permitting in our Mishnah. It's rather like the hachamim, that safik muhan. If you're uncertain whether the animal was caught before the holiday or not, is asur. We know that if we see it today, it was, it was ready yesterday. Right. So we're learning the same thing, that if it's... Well, in that circumstance, he asked me that question as well. In that situation, that's not a safek muhan. You're 100% certain. Okay, so we did certain. learn that you have to... That, that Only for muhan reasons. That's why the Gemara mentioned that. The Gemara mentioned that you know that the egg, according to Rabbah, was prepared the day beforehand for other issues, not the Muhan we're talking about over here. That was the Hachanav, Rabbah. If you recall, Rabbah, on Dafbet Amudbet, taught us that when it's Shabbat or Yom Tov, the day beforehand, any item that exists needs to be in existence in a often shelheter. That's not about mindset, per se. It's that the item has to exist beforehand in a heter circumstance. Over here, we're talking about a Hachana, which is the Mukseh Hachana, the standard one. Um, so it does, it's, not, it's not altogether relevant. Over there, it would be the same question as what I said. It would be the same question. So if you're uncertain about this egg, whether it was born today or born on another day, so you'd be dealing with the safek muhan in the same way that we are over here. The trapping of the animal on your clothes, why is, why would we say that? Because you mean actually, actively trap it, and there's no giramah, it's not malacha, and there's no issue with the animal. The issue is not the trapping per se. The issue is the fact that it wasn't prepared. It's a mukseh issue. Yeah, it's not a melacha issue that we're per se uh, addressing over here. Uh, so anyway, the statement of Shimuel then was initially in one way or another way stating that safek muhan is asur. So then the Gemara said it may have been yet a third way. And this third way was the statement of Rabbi Shimon ben El-Azar who was cited in the Spiraita. He, his words appear two lines from the top. And, but again, what I'm reminding you is the bottom line is going to be that Shimuel was posek, as we just discussed, that safek muhan, not a hachana de rabah, not anything else, safek muhan, I'm uncertain whether this was prepared for usage before the holiday or not, in such a circumstance it's going to be asur. What's the statement of Rabbi Shimon ben El-Azhar? Here's what it, how it goes. Rabbi Shimon ben El-Azhar, Omer, three lines from the top now, Ba'u misa'an mikulkalin me'erev yom tov. If a person came and found the trap, even if he's at a distance, but it's tangled, it's mikulkal, uh, well, you're certain to a large extent that in such a situation, the reason it got mikulkal is because down the line somewhere, there's an animal in the trap. It struggled to get out, and as a result, it tangled up the net, the trap, and even though you're some distance from it, the reason it's tangled up is because there's an animal in it. If you found it like such before Yom Tov, you can be certain that it was um, caught before Yom Tov. After all, you found it tangled up before Yom Tov. You didn't actually see the animal, but you're certain there's an animal in it. Umutarin, and as as a result, the animal is permitted. On the flip side, it sounds like, 
the next case that Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar mentions, and you'll see that we're trying to parse out and understand what is his p- opinion with regards to Safik, but the next statement is, Baal Misa'an Mekulkalin Beyom Tob. What if before Yom Tob you came and found that it wasn't Mekulkal, it wasn't, it wasn't tangled up? You find it only on Yom Tob that way. You can be certain that it was caught on Yom Tob, and for that reason, it's Asur. There's a problem of Mukhan. Correct. Right. 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 So in other words, what the Gemara now picks up on is these two cases represent extreme examples. One is that I'm certain it was caught before Yom Tov in that circumstance and only in that circumstance is it mutar. It sounds as if if it was a safik, if I'm uncertain whether it was caught on Yom Tov or not, it's going to be asur in the first statement. You found it tangled before Yom Tov, then it's permitted. Oh, okay, that means if I didn't find it tangled before Yom Tov, I didn't check it before Yom Tov, I only find it tangled on Yom Tov, it's prohibited, right? That's called safik mukhan. The second case, however, a little bit different. Second case is, I checked before Yom Tov and it wasn't tangled. I don't know what happened. I'm not certain it wasn't caught. I just know that uh, before Yom Tov I checked it and I know it wasn't certainly caught. I find it on Yom Tov and it is caught. In that circumstance, it is Asur. But it sounds like Safik. My says the Gemara, well, listen to the way the Gemara articulates it. This internally is difficult. It's self contradictory. Amarta, the first statement is If you came and found the trap tangled up before Yom Tov, you can be certain and know that it was caught before Yom Tov. The reason it appears is because you found it tangled up before Yom Tov, and for that reason you're, call it 95, 100% certain it was caught before Yom Tov. Hasefeka, if my statement in the class is, want to know when it's permitted? If you found it tangled up beforehand, means if I didn't check beforehand, and I just find it tangled on the holiday, Hasefeka Asurin, you told me I need to find it tangled beforehand. Emasefa, but read the next words of Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar, they don't follow cleanly. Ba'umisa'an mikulkalin be'yom tov. What if I uh, only find it on Yom Tov tangled up? In that circumstance, since I checked before Yom Tov it was untangled, I checked on Yom Tov and it was tangled, then and only then do I say it's Asur. You want to see if there's an animal, okay? Are you walking by? You checked and you're passing by. You're passing by. Yeah, you're not going to, you're right. It's, uh, the trap is outside of your, in, in your garden. You're not checking, but, but 100%. You went and you checked, but in such a circumstance, in that circumstance, in that situation, the reason it's asur is because you found it on the holiday, and only on the holiday tangled. If it was uncertain, if you didn't check before the holiday and find it, untangled, and you're uncertain in turn about whether it was caught beforehand, that's what we call a safik, it would be mutar. So in other words, if you're reading these words very literally, you have 
opposite uh, conclusions. The first statement concludes that safik muhan is asur, and the second statement would conclude for us that safik muhan is mutar. Well, which one is it? Bishmon ben Elazar, everybody knows if it's muhan, it's, it's mutar. Everybody knows if it's eno muhan, it's asur. The words have to be lending more more, more uh, hidush, more novelty than just that. It must be telling me something about safik muhan, but I'm getting mixed messages. Is Safek Muhan Asur, as the first statement seems to suggest, or is it Mutar, as the second does? Here's how the Gemara explains it, Bishimon ben Elazar. It goes like this read his statements in succession, read them as one case. How so? If you are 100% certain that they were caught before Yom Tob, in that circumstance it's permitted because you're 100% certain that it was caught before Yom Tob. Umutarin, and therefore it's permitted. If you're misupak, don't read his next words as another case. Read them as a continued explanation to the case. So again, those cases that you found the net tangled before Yom Tov. 100% certain that it was caught on before Yom Tov, on Erev Yom Tov. If you're uncertain, keep reading the words, if you're uncertain whether it was caught on Yom Tob or not, understand the case as it was caught on Yom Tob. Those are his next words. It's a fancy way of saying, and it's maybe a rabbinic way of constructing in a beraita, Safek muhan is asur. It's a way of, or at the very least, and I understand Mars, at the very least, it's a way of us explaining the words of Rabbi Shimon ben El Azar. We were stuck. The words of Rabbi Shimon ben El Azar gave us opposite conclusions, whether Safek muhan is asur mutar. The way we fixed his words, or the way we really believed he intended it, is that he's really speaking about one case, Safek muhan. The initial statement is asur. The next statement is like a parable. The reason it's asur is because you should treat it as a vadai. You should treat it as a certain case where it was caught on Yom Tov. It's biyadua. You should consider it kemi shenitzodu biyom tov. It's in this context, and this is the fancy lead up for Shemuel again. We said Shemuel had three potential places where he made the statement that Safek Muhan is Asur. On this, Amar Abiyuda, Amar Shemuel, Halacha Kirbi Shimon ben Elazar. Abiyuda, in the name of Shemuel, said Halacha is like Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar. That so either way you slice it, whether it's the first way, second way, or third way, the statement of Shemuel is Safek Muhan Asur. It's a it's a severe statement. It's maybe not what we would expect because Mukzeh, after all, is only rabbinic in nature. We would say Safek de Rabbanan Lekula. That's the novelty of the Sugalvir. That's the Hidush. The Hidush is for one reason or another. We addressed Rabbi Akiva Eger's interpretation yesterday. Safek Muhan is Asur. Classic example of Safek Mukhan and Asur. Yeah, that's that's the upshot of the whole thing. Right. The uh, point really is that it should be in your mind. If you didn't check, so okay. it's not in your mind. Because you don't you're expecting you're not expecting it to be there. Somebody's rushing for a holiday, you want to go check and Right, in other words, what Jeffrey is suggesting, the counter-argument, Nathan, is it is in my mind. Whatever's in there is on my mind. I just don't know that it was there. The question is, question is, 
In, in other words, how would you imagine? Safik means I'm uncertain whether, whether it was there or not. Says Nathan, if you're uncertain, then it wasn't on your mind. So the, the counter that Jeffrey suggests is, it is, but it's less specific. I didn't point to that animal. I don't know that there is an animal, but in my mind is, if there is an animal, I do want that animal. And I did set up my trap. It's it's not that far. It's not that far. But you set up a trap. You didn't. It's not your old garot vesimukin. It's no, not to that extent. But the Gemara is going safik. If you're not certain, we're, we're going. Ultimately speaking, is a problem. It says the Gemara, there is a question about this sugya. In other words, how far? How does this play out with Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Shimon? With the classic Muxer question, how related is this? That's a longer and important conversation to be had. Lahalacha. But anyway, says the Gemara. Um, we have uh, the next words. Ve'amar mutarin hen. If you recall the end of the Mishnah, the story with Rabban Gamliel, which was a funny story because it didn't seem to lead in. The Gemara fixed that up for us. But the initial statement in the Mishnah was Safek Muchanis Asur. And then the Gemara told the story. Rabban Gamliel had a non-Jew who brought him food on Yom which he was certain was brought about, brought into existence on Yom Tov, and nonetheless he said, listen, this food is permitted. I'm not really a fan of this person, so I'm not interested in accepting it as a present. One second, it's permitted. That's right, Rabban Gamliel's opinion is it's permitted. To what extent is it permitted? Says the Gemara, mutarin lemai, question mark. Now, as Rashi points out, this is all really a theoretical conversation. We just established Safik Muhan, we go like the first opinion in the Mishnah, and that is, is Asur. So Rabban Gamliel is the minority opinion who we are not following, and the Gemara is questioning. It, it's not that it's impossible to find such a reality in the Gemara, but it's a funny reality. You established halakhas like hachamim, and now you can have an elaborate conversation between Rav and Levi as to what the halakha is according to Rabban Gamliel. All right, welcome to the Gemara. So the issue would be Muxer, for a Jew, but when it comes to the Goy, it doesn't matter, there's no Muxer, because you're not the one preparing it, you're not the one... Agreed, but if the item wasn't in existence in the current state, that constitutes an issue of Muxer. A Betzah, I didn't, it wasn't me preparing it. A Betzah Shanil died, it just wasn't in existence, potentially, according to Rav Nachman's claim on this, right? So it's Muxer's, it has to do with the mindset, it has to do with the pre- preparedness of the item. Not you per se. It's not to say that we don't, we don't and didn't make distinctions, but ultimately speaking, over here, it could and should constitute a problem of mukseh, irrespective of who's doing it. So as the Gemara mutarin lemai, according to Rabban Gamliel, these, uh, these items that are being brought are permitted for what? Rav amar mutarin lekabel, velevi amar mutarin ba'achila. The first statement that of Rav is, well listen, you shouldn't be eating, but you can move the items. It's a restriction within the restriction of the world of the hachamim. Mukseh is asur. Generally speaking, mukseh is asur, bitiltul, to move and to eat, ba'achila. Over here, there's a permissibility, according to Rabban Gamliel, for one reason or another, according to Rav, to move it. You can handle the item, you can accept the present, but you can't actually eat it. You don't find such a distinction very often. But that's Rav's claim. Rav's claim over here is safek muhan, according to Rabban Gamliel, it's not actually permitted to eat, it's permitted to accept. 
Rabban Gamliel was saying, I could have accepted it, moved it, put it in my house, but I wouldn't be eating it. Levi says, what are you talking about? If Rabban Gamliel says it was permitted, it was permitted not only to move, it's an all or nothing uh, proposal over here. If it's mutar, it's mutar ba'achila u'be'kabbala u'be'tiltul. And if it's asur, it's asur in both as well. says again, the Gemara, Rav amar mutarin le'kabel ve'levi amar mutarin ba'achila. And now Rav has a, quite the musar for each of us yeah, certainly for myself, uh, in lieu of my actions last week. The statement of Rav is, you should know, I learned a lesson from this uh, sugya, from this issue, that we should make certain that we have a consistency. We should make certain that we're in the Midrash every day. If we have the man Torah, we should make certain that they are actually established in permanent times for Torah. Let me explain to you how I learned this in my own experience, says Rav. It's in this seemingly static uh, question that I was able to develop an appreciation for this idea to be kavua, to make certain that I'm not absent from where I, generally speaking, would be. Because myself and Levi, you should know, let me give you the backdrop to this dispute between myself and Levi. Again, their dispute about whether it's mutar, only betiltul or even ba'akila, this safek mukhan. Myself and Levi, says Rav about himself, we're in front of, we studied this law, the statement of Rabban Gamliel in our Mishnah, that safek mukhan is mutar from Rabbi, ki amara lehashima'ata, as he said this teaching. We were sitting with him, he was our teacher. We were listening as he was talking about this issue. At night, the first time we discussed the statement of Rabban Gamliel, the rabbi, Rabbi, who was sitting in front of Rav and Levi, said, you should know, when he said it's mutar, Rabban Gamliel, he meant it's mutar, even ba'akhila both to move it and even to eat it. Again, we're not following the opinion of Rabban Gamliel, but that was his opinion, said Rabbi. The Safra, when we woke up in the morning, and Rav makes clear, I was there, but my counterpart, my colleague, Levi, was not. He overslept, he had something else to do, I have no idea, but the statement is, Amar mutarin lekabel. In the morning, Rabbi reinterpreted the words of Rabban Gamliel. He retracted his initial interpretation. He was more stringent in saying, you can't eat it, but you can accept it now, again. Remember, this is not Alibad Hilkita. We're not being posek alacha here because we don't go like Rabban Gamliel. But in terms of understanding the Torah, I got the final version and my, uh, and my colleague, uh, Levi, did not. He says, said, Rav, Ana, I, Dehavai Be Midrasha, who was in the Midrash the next morning, Hadribi, I retracted in my mind and in my teaching the original teaching of my rabbi. I understood. It's not even mutar ba'achila, it's only mutar, lekabel, to move it. Levi, de lahava be Midrasha, lahadar be. But Levi, who was not there, he didn't retract. He didn't get the final word from Rabbi. Uh, more than anything, it's a Musar from Rav. Again, we're not learning halacha per se from this, but Rav was able to experience this, realize not being present was very significant. It's a shame to teach this lesson to people who are present every day. Got to teach it to the people who aren't. But again, the statement of Rav in short...
What's that? That's true. Oh, that's right. This is a call for us to have night and morning classes. But effectively, Rav and Levi ends with a story. Very briefly, Rav says, since I was there both at night and in morning, I got the final word of the rabbi. Levi, who was only there the first time, I'll tell you where he went wrong. He heard it at night. He didn't hear the retraction in the morning from Rabbi. We'll continue with this tomorrow. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen. Amen.